0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Have you been seriously injured? Mama Justice is here for you. Our medical team partners with top-notch doctors, surgeons, therapists, and urologists, ensuring a comprehensive recovery journey. If you've been injured, call Mama Justice today. We're here for you. Welcome in, everybody, to the Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borke after a disastrous... Baseball weekend yet again. Ole Miss is off to an 0-6 start. You know that already. A historically bad start for Ole Miss baseball, and there's a lot to digest from the weekend. And so we're going to do that here. Your quick weekend recap edition of the podcast. Again, I'm Michael Borke. Please follow on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Michael Borky, Borkey. B O R K E Y. And if you're listening to this in browser on the website, we appreciate you, but don't do that. Pull out your uh, favorite podcast app. Uh, I recommend Spotify, but if you have a phone. You've got one on your phone. Pull it out, search Rebel Report, subscribe, leave a rating, and a review if you like what you hear. So we're just going to get right into it. No need to waste time. And in case you missed it, by the way, uh, posted an episode uh, over the weekend talking about an article in ESPN uh, with quotes from Lane Kiffin. in it. if you missed that, uh, it's just going to be the episode below this one in case you missed it. Check that one out as well. Uh, some Kiffin-Auburn talk because that's what the article was about. On here. So if you missed that, go ahead and uh check that out. But yeah, here's your weekend recap. Ole Miss loses. Uh they don't lose. They get swept by Florida. Nine to seven, twelve to eight, and four to seven, or excuse me, seven to four uh, on the weekend, Florida. A really good team, a top five team. But uh Old Miss had at least in game one on Saturday, a real opportunity to start the series off on the right note. Instead, they fall to 0-6. It's a historically bad start in conference play for Ole Miss. You know, I don't think that they are as bad as the 0-6 record says they are. I think they pitch it as bad as their 0-6 record says they do, but there are still some things that should kind of, you know, how should I put this? It's not panic time and it depends on what your definition of panic time is. I got asked last night if they're as bad as their 0-6 record says they are. My answer was they pitch it as bad as that record says they do, but the rest of the team, the other facets of the game, are not. And if Hunter Elliott can come back healthy, maybe that does change the dynamic of the pitching staff a little bit. Like, I think they win game one if Hunter Elliott is pitching. So, and that, that changes a lot. But, yeah, they're really bad on the mound they are I mean when you score eight runs and seven runs respectively in the first two games of a home series you should win both of those games but you sure as hell should win one and they did not so I I guess I was kind of all over the place but point is I think that this isn't as like this isn't a a complete and total meltdown in disaster they don't pitch it well I don't know how much that's going to change but I do think that they are going to they're not going to fall off and win nine games and finish last in the SEC. At least that's not what I foresee happening to this team moving forward. It doesn't look good. They don't pitch it well. I've been saying that really since the opening weekend when I pushed back on this. Sonia looks like a seasoned veteran type stuff that you saw in, in some places. And I sat here and said, no, he no, he didn't. No, he doesn't. Uh, walks too many people and you're seeing that now that they don't pitch it well. And the Elliott injury is really shining a massive spotlight on that, but let's go through it game by game. Ole Miss should have won game one. I mean, they had a three run lead going into the eighth inning. That's a game that you should win. If you're up three in the eighth, you should win that game. Um, Simply put, you just should. And they did not. And, Mike Bianco made a highly criticized move to to go to Mason Nichols, and, and he gave up four runs, and that kind of uh, sealed it for Ole Miss. Uh, Morrell was pitching well. He decided to get away from Morell and go to Nichols, and um, it clearly did not work. And they, they blew a lead and, and choked away and lost a game on a day where the offense was really good in both of these games. I mean, Ole Miss was great against elite-level pitching. I mean, Sprout, despite what the broadcast said, which I don't understand this at all, they, they, they called Sprout, what did they say, that he had an exceptional day or, or he was phenomenal or whatever. And no, he wasn't. Ole Miss hit him and hit him hard. When you score five runs in five and a third against an arm like that, Ole Miss had a really, really good day in both games, but especially in game one uh, offensively. Uh, Harris was really good again. Alderman had a couple of hits. I mean, the the first six batters in your lineup, no, the first shoot, the first eight batters in your lineup all had hits. All of them uh, in this game, they were really good and, and balanced, and they scored. Seven runs in a game at home in game one of a series. They scored five on Sproat and then added a couple more later, but that was a good enough offensive performance to win the game, and they just couldn't get enough on the mound. Doherty was okay. Uh, the, the home run really hurt, but, you know, gave up three runs and four and two-thirds. He needs to be able to go deeper into games, but but he was okay. Uh, good enough I suppose and then you go to what you think is your best bullpen arm and he gives up four runs and and you choke away a lead it's I understand the criticism in this game that that Mike Bianco is receiving from getting away from Morrell, considering he was pitching well enough and he was shutting down that lineup and you know some people have defended it as well well Nichols is your best bullpen arm and there's nothing wrong with going to him and I see that point for sure but either way um, If you're up three in the eighth inning at home, uh, you should win that game, and they didn't, and that underscores the issue with this team. Uh, they, they just are not reliable enough in the bullpen, but if you have a guy that is kind of cruising through a really good Florida lineup, going away from him in, in hindsight was a mistake uh, on, on Mike Bianco's part. That simply was a mistake, so Ole Miss choked. Blue, whatever phrase you want to use uh, game one when they really hit it well enough to win. I mean, this offense can be and is, I think, elite. And they showed it this weekend, and it was for nothing. So they lost game one despite a really good performance from their offense. We'll get to game two in a second. But first, I want to remind you, this podcast is brought to you by Advantage Business Systems. ABSMS.com is the website. If you are in the market for office technology and you or your business are located anywhere, across the state of Mississippi. Again, absms.com is the website, Advantage Business Systems. They've got anything from copiers and printers and mail machines to cloud storage and data security and IT projects and phone systems and technology in the office. They've got you covered. And if you tell them I sent you, they'll give you a complimentary office technology assessment. So you tell them what you need and what your budget is, and they will find a solution for you on me. That's Advantage Business Systems. absms.com is The website, the podcast is also brought to you by Priority One Bank. Let them make you their priority. They've got local loan servicing options. As I tell you all the time, I I had to get a loan myself not too terribly long ago before I switched to Priority One Bank, and I had to deal with somebody via Zoom in Louisville, Kentucky. Not going to happen here. They have local loan servicing, so you will get to look that person in the eye and talk to them face-to-face, a much better Loan servicing experience. They also, of course, have online banking. But you can do more than just check your balances and transfer funds. You can make payments, set alerts, all that good stuff. It is an all a one stop shop. You don't need five apps to manage your money with Priority One Bank. Sixteen locations across the state of Mississippi. Priority One Bank. Ole Miss loses twelve to eight in game two. They gave up a three spot in the top of the ninth. They responded with two. Uh, in the bottom of the ninth in their own right, but yet another offensive output uh, against a quality arm, a familiar name for sure, and that is uh, Waldrip, the Southern Miss transfer, but they got to him too. I mean, he did strike out nine, but uh, he gave up six runs. Five of those were earned and only five complete. That is a really, really good offensive day for Ole Miss. Alderman was good again. I mean, Harris had another hit. Groff had a couple uh, Leger had a couple down at the bottom of the lineup. Ole Miss was, was really good offensively again. And when you score eight runs in game two in an SEC series, you should win that game. But right now, Sonier cannot get you anything really at all um, at, at any point this season. And I know that he's young and that there is some talent there that you can see it. But right now, um, he's not taking you deep into games he's giving up too many runs he's walking too many guys uh this has become the the norm as opposed to the exception uh with just too complete and he gave up five runs um only walked one on saturday but also hit a guy and had a wild pitch and it was just too erratic and then jt quinn comes in and he was okay he, he was pretty good he was gave you something but it's I mean, listen to how I'm describing four complete innings and giving up four runs. He did strikeout seven. The stuff is really, really good, but it's not consistent enough. And then Vera gave up three himself. It's And it's always on a coach for not having quality options, right? Injuries have certainly played a factor. Ole Miss has three guys that would be giving them innings that you know would be better than what they have, and they are injured and that sucks, and it's really, really bad luck. But right now, I don't know what options Mike Bianco has at this point. I had somebody ask me last night if Sonia should uh, should be benched. and and I, I mean, I kind of agree, but who do you go to? Quinn? Quinn isn't giving you consistent innings in the midweek, and it's not like he was particularly great on Saturday either. So I don't know what you do. I mean, I guess maybe you can move Rivas up and – I mean, maybe when Elliott comes back, and who knows if he's going to come back like 100% and confident and, and is going to be him, old, be his old self, I don't know. But, I mean, I guess you can move Sonia out of the rotation and have Doherty go on Saturday and Rivas go on Sunday because Rivas was okay. Um, more than okay. I, I think he gave you uh, some hope on Sunday, but... You, you bench Sonier and, and pitch who? I, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know who you go to. Maybe you just give Quinn a start and see if he can actually go deeper into a game. I, I don't know. But the options are so limited because nobody on that pitching staff has shown you that they can consistently get guys out and go deep into a game. There's there's nobody that has shown you that they can do it. And that's the, the trouble that they find themselves in is, I mean, they just – they were dug into such a hole and did a great job of climbing out of that hole uh, in the third, uh, putting up that five spot to make it a one-run game after the disaster that was the first few innings. but it's just not enough. I mean, seven and eight runs should win ball games, and it and it just doesn't. So I guess it's encouraging, or at least it should be encouraging, that the offense is as good as you think or were hoping that they would be. They are good. They're elite, basically top to bottom. They They should scare a lot of opposing pitchers, but – what does it matter if they can't keep people, um, if the, if they can't keep people from scoring themselves? So they lose that game, turn around and lose on Sunday as well. Uh, not a great day offensively, but that's gonna kind of happen sometimes. I think they only had what one hit going into the eighth, uh, I believe. But a silver lining there, Rivas, I think was okay, uh, better than usual. But again, Morrell gives up two, Nichols gives up one. I mean, Takoyan is not reliable. There's, there's no options uh, right now. And that's the frustrating part is it, it's not like it, maybe there is and they haven't emerged yet. But last year, even though they weren't mainstays in the weekend rotation, you could see the potential in Elliott and Delusia, And I just I don't see – That on this team right now, I don't know what Mike Bianco can do to dramatically fix his pitching situation right now other than get healthy. And I mean, in the bullpen arms case, when will that be in in Elliott's case? We have an anticipated start date for him, but that's uh, at least a couple weeks away. And you don't know if he's going to be 100 percent or not. It's uh, it's bad right now. and. Um, they have an opportunity with the struggling A&M team to kind of get right and, and get back into shape. But I mean, you're asking this team to do a lot of winning. The schedule does get easier um, in a few weeks anyway, it starts to get easier. But until they pitch it better, it's not going to matter. It's just simply not going to matter. So I mean, the honeymoon period still here. I, I did see some Bianco criticism this weekend, and, and I get it. But um, they've got to turn it around quick. I mean, 0-6 starts are, are so, so, so hard uh, to overcome that, I mean, what do they have to do, go 14-10 and 10 down the stretch to feel good about making the postseason and uh, conference play? I think that – I want to say I think they can do it offensively. I know they can do it, but man, it's uh, it's tough sledding for the uh, for the Rebs right now. I, but it's one thing; it's it's just pitching. I, I think you know they they play defense well enough, and I think their offense is elite. If they can just find somebody that can give them consistent innings, if Hunter Elliott can come back healthy, that will help a ton. They would have won Game One with a healthy Hunter Elliott, I think. Um. So maybe that helps change the dynamic. But until that happens, it's um, I think it's a, it is a problem that's possibly unfixable absent the return of Hunter Elliott until they're able to get guys out of the transfer portal. So can some guys step up and give them enough consistent innings to let the offense go to work? We will see. But right now, th- th- this is a team with one problem. And that one problem is a big one. We'll see if Mike Bianco can work the magic and pull the strings like he did last year. And they can start winning games again. Big one tomorrow night against Southern Miss. That's a good place to start. They just won a series this weekend. They're feeling themselves. You did beat them earlier this season. Got to start there. All right. It would be good if it would start there. Get a little momentum going into the A&M weekend. And, you know, that's a team that's vulnerable. That is beatable. You are on the road, but still. And start a turnaround. It's all you can hope for. We'll see what happens tomorrow night. In the meantime, sorry to not offer much other than they don't pitch it well. That's why I get paid the big bucks stating the obvious. But that is the issue. It's very obvious. It doesn't need a whole lot of analysis. They don't pitch it well enough. They don't have anybody that they can rely on. And despite elite offense... They're 0 and 6 in the SEC. So we'll see if they can turn it around. I wouldn't count them out. It'd be a stupid thing to do because I almost did. It's underselling it. I kind of did last year, and that was really stupid. So maybe, uh, hey, I- I'm not going to do that again. Let's, uh, let's just put it that way. I will not be doing that, uh, again. So anyway, we'll, uh, I'll have Mike Bianco uh, audio. He's joining us on the radio show today for you tomorrow. But in the meantime, you guys try to enjoy your week. And uh, see you in Pearl uh, tomorrow night. See you then. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.